You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Oh no, they are not real. This is just as I suspected. The heroes discovered the secret of Seven Arches. I know that the real Seven Arches are hidden somewhere south in the Wildwood. And at the direction of a strange ally. Within moments, a full-sized horse comes bounding into the room. <laughs> and there's a halfling atop it just knocking shit off of the table. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, I'm Lemmerfeldborn. They set off into the wild. And you head into the Wildwood. Uh, by now it's late afternoon and you want to get out um, to make good headway because you'll have to camp out in the Wildwood at night. But when an unnatural darkness descended... It's possible it's an illusion. It's always possible with Faye. Everything could be an illusion. Everything you see, everything you hear. Danger crept from the shadows. I cut the grass with my kopesh. You see something moving in the thick grass. Suddenly, it just appears like 20 feet away from you in a second. And it looks like a hound, except its eyes. Oh, no. Giant black pools. The adventure continues now. Now, you probably know this, that these shows are pre-recorded in our brand new studio here in the heart of Astoria, Queens. Uh, this is a borough of uh, New York. There are five of them. Did you know that, Skid? Borough? Borough, yes. I'm having like a rabbit borough? Matthew, did you know there are five <laughs> boroughs in New York? I didn't know that. Name two of them. Brooklyn, Manhattan. Get you out. hesitated for a second. Yeah, you were like, Ooh. you know why I hesitated? Because I because <laughs> this my, Long Island borough. Oh. No, no, I hesitated because I went to say Staten Island and I was horrified at myself. Oh okay, my god! So you've named three. I've not named three. Uh, Kate, do you know the other two? Wait, you said Brooklyn, Manhattan, and what else did we say? Staten, Staten Island. Island. Oh, Queens. <laughs> and very good because that's where Bronx. we are now. And the Bronx. Well, it's one. Of, what am I supposed to say? It. Yeah. Yeah. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Staten Island. Shouldn't be a borough. I've said it before. Whoa. I'll say it again. New Jersey is a bunch of cowards, and they should have taken it when they had the chance. No thanks. Wow. Wow. During 90% the war? of our fan base is from New Jersey or Staten Island. <laughs> We're huge on Staten Island. You're like Doja you, Cat right now. You know, like, uh, I'm just kidding. They don't even have the internet me. there. You know, you know the story. You know the story about Staten Island, right? No, tell us. To regale us. Two rich guys. Staten Island was owned by no one Staten at one point. Staten Island? Staten and Island. Two rich men. <laughs> the guys from The Muppet Show. <laughs> make fun of. Look at the frog. And they came together and they said, let's call it Staten Island. No, they, um, they did a boat race around the island, I'm pretty sure, or like around Manhattan. And one was from Jersey and one was from New York. And they were like, whoever wins gets it. And then New York won. That can't be true. It is absolutely true. New York won the news channel? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really confused. Wait, I don't think so there any were three boats? True. How many There boats was Staten there? Island and New York won? <laughs> oh my God, the boat race Pat- that claimed Staten Island. Yes. <laughs> Real. It is truly like two men, you know, like, let's go to fisticuffs, you see? Like, who will win? And they just raced a boat. And it. I truly think it should have gone to New Jersey. It doesn't make any sense to have an island that's already, there's some other islands. And they're like, you got to take a ferry to get there unless you drive. Like, there's no other way to get to Staten Island huh. from New York. Maybe the loser got New Jersey. 
That seems you, like a fair trade. 90% of our fans are from New Jersey. I'm disappointed that Pat Kiernan apparently lost because I think I would think he would be better at sailing than that. <laughs> Let me just quickly Google Skid's reference. That was a joke. That's for, New that York was a joke one. in New York one. That's ah, New York one. That joke was only for yeah, Nick that's, Lowe. That's right. <laughs> He's the only one that would get that. But if you see any movie that takes place in New York yes, over the yes. last 20 years, you will see Pat Kiernan in that movie. He's in the background on a TV giving oh. the news. Yeah. Well, this is something that people who never lived in New York may not realize. Two things. One, there's a channel called New York One uh, that has just constant news all day long, and it repeats itself and then like changes later in the day. And there's also – I don't think they do this anymore. There used to be a free uh, porno channel. Oh, yeah. No. You guys remember the porno channel? What? Were yeah. you living in New York during the free porno channel? I remember hearing this. about no. it. But I've never seen it. Al Goldstein and uh, you never saw you never, Screw Magazine. Yeah. yeah, you never heard of this. All what? right, so it was free. All right, yeah, it was crazy. So I lived the first time I lived in He's New been York. Paying for his porn this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm paying like that. He's like it was like, free. Cool. <laughs> uh, Robin, uh, what's her name? Robin uh, William Givens Quivers or something. Yeah, anyways, no. Anyways, there was a. I lived in New York. This was between my sophomore and junior year of college. So this is oh, ninety. This is maybe ninety seven, ninety eight. I was doing an acting program out here at Circle in the Square, and I had a, a sublet with a, a couple of women that I went to college with. And you would just at, at ten o'clock, one of the channels would just turn from ten until like two in the morning into a porno channel, and it wasn't like a full penetration type soft. situation. Soft. Uh, like medium boiled. Uh, it was like like they would sh- they would imply a lot. You'd see a lot, and then they just kind of move the camera. But it was like little talk shows with constant advertisements for like uh, escorts and uh, services where you could just like uh, I, I mean I can't remember. It's like one eight hundred numbers. So uh, like sex chats and. Escorts. So every night at ten o'clock, every you night and your roommates ten- would flip to this <laughs> Oh no, they weren't there. I was. Just, <laughs> uh, they weren't in the room. They weren't in the room. But it was <laughs> people. The people who lived in New York would know this. I mean, you remember this? It was Al Goldstein. Yeah. And uh, God, there was a show. I want to Google this, but I'm not going. I'm not Googling. My friend, my friend Bob Fingerman, he used to work for Al Goldstein because he used to do illustrations for Screw Magazine, and he had a bunch of stories. Al Goldstein, and I said Robin Quivers, but it wasn't Robin Quiver. Robin Bird, the Robin, Robin Bird, Bird show. Oh, Saturday Night Live yeah. did a whole skit making uh, Sherry O'Terry played Robin Bird. Yeah. Like, right. this, I have never heard of this. I've never ever. heard of I will look this up later. <laughs> not at work. <laughs> incognito. On an incognito <laughs> computer. Hey, Joe, can I borrow your computer for a second? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, that was uh, that was the thing, and I was like, "What is going on in this American city?" It was just free pornography, <laughs> but like it, it was news but it was like, related. Was it like public access level? It was public or was access it like from L.A. No, no, it was like public access, like New just, York local yeah. pornography. Local there were, porn. There were new episodes that were shot, like the the Robin Bird show, and for example, you bring this she would have on this like stop? college uh, used to be free, porn used, used to, to be free. free. And now, like, millennials, like, we don't get shit. What does this world come to? I think it stopped in, like, 2000. That God, I would imagine, yes. Yeah. I missed out on everything fun. Missed out, too. Yeah. Well, you used to, they used to have, like, uh, you could have a, a strip club, like, right, right across the street from a public school. And they right. shut that down. <laughs> so right around the time that that stopped, it's probably like, we really need to turn off this <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, horrible <laughs> pornography. <laughs> they were sending the wrong message. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe funding dried up. They were like, we can keep Kino going. Or run this channel. <laughs> well, then I guess it became pay-per-view. Then they were just like, I ain't got to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll put it on higher channels. And so we should get harder. some boxing on here. Yeah. Do you have a lot of uh, porn subscriptions, Joe? Yeah. So I, I, to hear that something's free is shocking to me. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, paying top dollar for you. The worst luck. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> Only I would have known. Uh, yeah. That is that is just wild to me. Like wild. Brought, it's, it was a different time. It was. It was a different time. It's like ninety seven, ninety eight. I was like, this city is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember being a kid and trying to see the scrambled porn the scrambled the like channel. cinemax yeah yeah at like midnight like through a channel we didn't own mm-hmm. yeah, so if you didn't own a channel it wasn't just like 
a digital thing would pop up and be like, you have to purchase this channel. Yeah. It would just be like, you couldn't Scramble get the signal. signal. Like, maybe you could make all, right. I think and I, I saw like, a nipple. I think that's a boob. Like, either a nipple yeah. or a doorknob. But it was like, <laughs> it was like neon, neon purple. Or, and then it would all of a sudden change and the colors would invert and then it would be, and you'd be like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I watched WrestleMania too. <laughs> Seriously? You're like, I think I know what's going I on. I think that's a nipple. I think, I think <laughs> that's Hulk Hogan's nipple. <laughs> King Kong Bundy. Uh, did you guys like sneak to watch TV, whether it was sexual or other as a kid, or were your parents just uh, absentee and you could watch whatever? No, I could, no, I, I could I pretty much watch sneak. whatever I wanted. Yeah. I always had to sneak. I remember having, oh my God, this is like going way back. I remember watching jay leno like early leno on a tv that was all right so the screen was about this big <laughs> your dad would come this up with a bell on the house super long ah. this, yeah i was not allowed to watch like late night tv it was like lights out military <laughs> household no not really but for the was, for the audio audience joe is indicating a screen that's about four inches it's in about four <laughs> inch screen okay and it was about this deep it was like a box, oh, like yeah. this deep, Dude, five yeah. and it had little like legs that came down, oh, and yeah. it had an antenna. So, and it had it took like six D batteries <laughs> in the bottom. Uh, no, it's like how long did it last? An hour? Yeah, it would yeah. last like two or three nights. That I'd be like, uh, do I need another six D batteries? Like what for? Like uh, my wiffle ball bat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Were you a sneaker? Did you have to like a? Eventually, we had the, a TV down in the basement, mm-hmm. and which was a, it was very convenient because I'd be like, I'm going to go do my homework down in the basement, which I did, but I also got to watch a lot of great movies that I probably shouldn't have watched. Yeah, but it was like, but it was how I like I, I, I did, there wasn't a lot of like we we didn't have the Spice Channel, yeah. Uh, so I, I it was like I got to watch HBO, so there was you know it was real sex, but mostly I just wanted to watch the movie. Oh, real sex, right? Yeah, real sex. Yeah, that was, that was inf- informational. Is what it was. Yeah, <laughs> you I learned that, a lot. Weirdly, I found that more disturbing than like Oz. It was it was one of the <laughs> least sexy shows. It was on, not very on cable. Titillating. No. Uh, Kate, did, did you sneak TV when you were a kid? I had a television in my room that was much smaller than whatever Joe described. Um, was it a phone? It was it an iPhone? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was still yeah, like phone. one of those like. It it had a depth a tube to it, yeah. and it was like CRT. Not, my fingers aren't touching. That's not how small it was. It was probably like a little bigger than like my laptop screen or something. I'd watch Ghost Hunters a lot with my friends. Uh, uh, oh, that's that's cute. And just like whatever, I don't know. Yeah, your parents coming and be like, "Get turn off that stuff." Ghost on real. Yeah, no, Ghost on mean- real. Turn that off. <laughs> We're going to chapel tomorrow. <laughs> oh man, my parents are so mad. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you what I'm going. They reacted so strongly to ghosts. Maybe they were ghosts. <laughs> you just freaked me. <laughs> just like replaying my childhood, but no, like I there was never any like weird rules around TV. I guess. I didn't abuse it, but like I would leave it on to fall asleep and stuff. So mm. uneventful. That was always my favorite when I could get away with it. Yeah. What about you, Sydney? I imagine you had some some secret shame as a child. Oh yeah. Shame yeah. is a useless emotion. Here we go. <laughs> shame and guilt are not real. They're useless emotions tied to sadness and anger. It's not Brought true. To you by the patriarchy, as, as my therapist would say. Uh, we're like, we're like three Catholics at the table who are just like. Oh. I, I also I also didn't grow up particularly religious, so maybe right. like watching porn, I was kind of like. I don't know. It's fine. You'd watch it with your folks. Yeah. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, Sydney, it's 10. Get in here, honey. In. Uh, it's free. Robin Bird is on. It's time to learn about life. Favorite, Sid. Robin Bird is on. No, we. When I was a child, uh, sure, TV was like, you know, you could only watch it at certain times. Like we watched, you know, VHSs of movies and that would be like your TV for the night. But when I was in middle school or, or high school, we had like a family room with a TV. It wasn't that weird to just watch TV. My parents didn't really care. During the day, I think they'd be like, get outside, stop watching TV, no matter what season it was. But at night, I would stay up late. I was a total night owl all through college, all until probably like 25 or 26 when like my brain shifted and I had to wake up early. But uh, I used to watch horror movies late at night and I, w- I loved horror movies, but I would scare myself so badly that it would be like 1130 when it would end and I would be on my couch in the pitch black alone and I would be like, I can't get up. I can't go up the stairs right, right. now Not to again. my bed. So I would then go to, forget, was it on Comedy Central? No, it was on, I, wasn't, I watched Robot Chicken. Which came uh, on at Adult midnight. Swim. Adult, Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Yeah. Yeah. Adult Swim. 
I watched Robot Chicken, which came on at midnight to ease myself. So my my secret TV routine that I don't even know if my parents ever knew. If they did, they'd come down and be like, go to bed. It's midnight on a school night. But I would watch a horror movie and then I'd be like, I'm too scared. And then I would watch Robot Chicken and be like, okay, I feel better. <laughs> I'm sure the demons are out of the house. <laughs> yeah, they were frightened away by the chicken. <laughs> they fright- were frightened away by the hilarious comedy. <laughs> and that's why vibe. I love dark comedy. Yeah, there you go. Oh. Did you have to sneak skid to watch some stuff? No, my mom was like, we didn't have cable, but I. But that was usually in the summers. Like I would be up until like four or five o'clock in the morning and I would plan out my evening. I would just like, I would look in the TV guide and I would try to find, I loved old movies. I would try to find any movie that was made before like 1966. And I would just like, that's what I would do. And uh, I got 66. to the was that like a leap forward in yeah, cinema or something? Yeah, it was just like that sort of the like Holly, Easy Rider, New, New Hollywood Revolution. It was just I wanted something like it was more comforting for me to watch like something black and white because like, that's older Thin stuff. Man. And uh, it got to the point where I now today like I can watch any movie um, and I can uh, I can watch a couple minutes of it whether I've seen it before or not and I can guess within two years what year it was made. Whoa! Wow! Wow! That's a cool skill. Yeah, it is a cool skill. Let's put it to the test. Let's do it right now. I just yeah. mentioned The Thin Man uh, by Orson Welles. What year? Uh, the the thin. Are you the, thinking of? The, the thin third man? man, the third man, the by third Orson man. Welles? Oh, the thin man. Is the thin he man is not Orson Welles. Yeah, that's all, they're both good movies. Yeah, David Niven is the thin man. Wow, really showing your ass wow. right now. Oh. Wow, how embarrassing! This I feel like a real cinema. Guy. What am I thinking of? The, the third man. Third man. The third you man. worked at Kim's. I did. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thin man isn't isn't that? Um, no, it's not. Yes, Nora, right? I guess so it's, it's the third. Yeah. Man. The now third man. Now it's the Google's not working. Now William William Powell and Myrna Loy. Yeah, here's one. The third man. The third man. <laughs> uh, 19, 1946? 49. Pretty, 49. pretty wow. damn good. Not too shabby. I uh, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV. I've probably talked about this before, and I really wanted to watch MTV. Yeah, um, nor was I. Just because I wanted to, I wanted to, I did, when I, I remember when I went to my first school dance in like the fifth grade, and everybody knew all the lyrics. I'm like, huh? How do these people know all these songs? I've never heard any of these. Uh, but uh, my parents didn't want to see uh Women being exploited, and they wanted me to see that, so they didn't let me watch it. Uh, so I'd sneak, and then sometimes I'd be like, "This is appropriate." Uh, but They're like, how you else? can't watch that until they stop exploiting women, right? And then you never got to watch TV. Yet. No, and then they just, <laughs> we can't. We're either gonna they they stop making music videos. Because they're like, we can't make these without exploiting women. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they stop. We'll just stop. <laughs> so that's why. That's all right. We can't so then teen, make these. So then Teen Mom, obviously. Right. And, so. just and from that birth to Teen Mom. <laughs> we'll exploit teens. It was then. called the White Snake Effect. <laughs> uh, but I do, uh, I do, uh, I, I was a good kid. I had a, a heavy conscience. I didn't like sneaking, but there were certain things I wanted to see. Oh my uh, God. I was so good. It's embarrassing yeah like it's ridiculous to look back i wasn't allowed to watch rated r movies Mm. and i remember being like 12 years old and being like at a friend's house with like three other friends insane and somebody being like let's watch friday the 13th or something you know like let's watch barton fink (laughs) 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 watch blood simple (laughs) and i remember being like i i i can't i can't i have to leave the room it's rated r yeah i can't and i would like leave and get on my bike and go home because I was so scared of my parents <laughs> finding out. Yeah, I just, and then my friends were like, "You are a loser, <laughs> yeah. loser." Yeah. yeah, I thought I was a good kid, and I've heard your your stories. And I'm like, "You guys are just there's something wrong with." You. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I don't was know a good if it's, kid. I don't I know feel if it's like natural or if it was yeah the upbringing. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I have such a guilty conscience. It's like I can't do it. My mom would get annoyed with me when I watched horror and other scary stuff not because she thought i shouldn't be watching it but because like i it would, would give get me scared. nightmares yeah. and she would be like just go to sleep and i'm like i can't they're like in the room with me just stop <laughs> it she, she was just like I, now i understand like it was like if, like, if, if mirror were to like not sleep through the night I'm like god this is the worst and that's really all she cared about she didn't care about my brain no yeah i was i had the same mom. conscience as you and i don't know what it was it was like fear of my parents or fear of god fear of god yeah remember at a baseball cookout they put on american ninja and i was <laughs> like i i have to go home <laughs> and i just sat in the other room because my parents weren't there while they all watched american ninja uh, and yet despite those 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 consciences consciences the two of you just turned out to be, to be complete assholes how'd that how'd that work out 
I don't you know. have to go the other way. Yeah, uh, the pendulum. You rebel. You rebel. It's called growing up, <laughs> which you're all about to do right after this quick break. This is going to be a big app today. This is going to separate the men from the boys, as they say. Uh, once again, I want to thank our sponsors, Demiplane, Norse Foundry, and Foundry VTT, uh, all of which You're will, gonna be, see today. will be on full display uh, today. And also, I should mention, uh, follow us on social media. We are uh, at Glass Cannon Pod on uh, X formerly known as Twitter, and we are... What are we oh. on Instagram? We are the... Uh, I even say X. Yeah, the glass God. cannon. Just call it Twitter. Just call it Twitter. By the time this comes out, it's probably not even going to be around. But <laughs> follow us. You should follow us. We put a lot of stuff us on the... Whatever. Also on Blue Sky whatever, or whatever the, the fuck. And, and uh, the TikTok, right? We're on the TikTok. On the TikTok. Uh, we're the glass cannon on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, what are we on TikTok? I don't have notes. Probably the glass probably cannon, Probably the glass right? cannon. You want to look it up? Yeah, let's look it up right now. We have a, we have a very active TikTok. We are at Troy LaValley. No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. Follow us at, at Troy LaValley, at Glass Cannon Network on uh, TikTok. Uh, and, uh, we're on Facebook, too. Give us a follow. And, of course, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, it's free. And we're on Twitch. We have a million shows we put out every week on Twitch.tv slash The Glass Cannon. Twitch.tv slash The Glass Cannon. I don't know what the hell I'm talking Someone about. Someone get this man some notes. Just Google us. Go to the website. <laughs> if you go to our Network. website, it's all there. Yeah. yeah. I am, all the icons. I am buying time. Right now, because yeah. I am very worried about what is about to go. Me too. <laughs> We've had three very nice apps where we got to learn a lot about these characters. Maybe get a little hint of a mystery here mm-hmm. in the in some the- mystery, some role playing, some thievery. Yeah, always fun. A little bit of thievery, a little bit of B and E, little B and E, little fake vomiting. Yeah, everyone loves a good fake vomit. A lot of fake vomit. Sure, we'll see more of that. Ladies' uh, night. Uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. And now it's just like, and you're all, all going to die. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is really uh, 2E. We've been playing it for a while. It's a very unforgiving system. Don't tell people that. You can't. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a lot of room for error. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how this team synergizes because you don't have long to figure this out. Let me reword that. We'll see if this team synergizes. If this team synergizes. And if not, you'll know exactly what character to make. For your backup. Wow. <laughs> we really didn't need a cleric. We just needed another fighter. We were saying off air how well everyone was coming together as a team, as new characters, and like everyone is fitting so well. Oh, yeah. The puzzle. Love the characters. And now that we're in combat, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is the true test, right? All right, here we go. So just a quick, uh, quick flashback. Fireball. Last week, you uh, <laughs> fireball. <laughs> you tested the 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 archways that are in the middle of seven arches, and you brought the uh, the aura recorder back to Fianara Caralestri Ka- at the uh, Caravanserai. That's all. That's a lot of words. And uh, she said, "Ah, just as I thought, illusion magic without a hint of conjuration. Those arches aren't real." And it confirmed her suspicions that the true seven arches are deep within the Wildwood Forest, which is uh, south of the city, uh, a couple days south of the city. She believes it to be there. That's why the Oak Stewards don't let anybody go in there, not just because it's unsafe. It's because they're trying to protect their secret, the real seven arches. And she also let you know that they're – or no, she doesn't. She didn't let you know. She said, you need to go make friends with the Oak Stewards. I think they're going to be able to help you. You need their uh, – you need their assistance if you ever want to go in there and uh, go talk to them. I think they're going to help you out. So she gives you a bark writ to go talk to a uh, a halfling a member of the Oak Stewards by the name of uh, – what the hell was her name? Lemma Feldthorne. I put her in your journal, by the way. Uh, she comes bounding into the hall on top of a, a full-size yeah, horse. Was, yeah. Not Mounted. Mulberry. <laughs> mulberry. 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 Calm down. In my mind, she was like 70, and she's actually – Rather young. Rather young. Yeah. Got a big scar on her face. Um, she uh, she tells you, okay, you know our secret. That's fine. I'm going to give you the bark writ so the Oak Stewards will let you traverse the Wildwood. But here's the deal. On the night of the missing moment, all of the guards that were around the real arches stepped through. They were compelled to step through just as you were. Only one returned. A bit of a rebel oak steward by the name of Bolan Nagaso. She goes into her whole history about this guy, but it seems that he is staging a coup or preparing to stage a coup. He's been sneaking into town, uh, rallying oak stewards and citizens to his cause and doing something perhaps some sort of ritual with the real gates. She doesn't know, uh, but he stole 
the shade wither key, which was the key that they used to activate the gates. He came in, stole it. It's a big problem. So if if you help them deal with that, then they will be uh, at your disposal. So you go into the Wildwood. The Oak Stewards roll up on you. You show them the bark writ, and they let you pass. Uh, on the midday, late midday of day two, it starts getting darker than it should be uh, a little <laughs> earlier in the day. Uh, and you see these tall grasses that you have to wade through um, that come like up to your waist almost. And way in the distance, you see a 50-foot tall arch with maybe some smaller arches around it. I don't know if I mentioned that. And some sort of activity up there. Uh, Talitha listens closely, hears some rumbling, but it's so far away, you don't know what's going on. You just know you need to get there. So you start wading through these grasses. It's getting darker and darker. And suddenly, lucky sees a Gorga. <laughs> for the first time in Glass Cannon Podcast Campaign 2, roll for initiative! This roll for initiative is brought to you by Norse Foundry Skid. <laughs> what do we need to know about Norse Foundry? Norse Foundry is an incredible dice maker. They make our dice, and they these dice are for all of your random number generating needs. <laughs> I've activated a new map here on Foundry VTT. You guys can check out the map, and if you listen closely, you will hear sound sets that are added to the map. You uh, told me this might happen. Yeah. But. We don't have to use them. We won't use them all the time. I've, I like this. Joe's on the ones and twos, but uh, the premium Gatewalkers pack for Foundry VTT includes sounds. That's really cool. For this specific scene. That's, this is awesome because really cool. you described the grass as being high, and if you listen very closely, you can hear like... Well, I can also bring it up like a little. Grass being moved. It is cool. There's a lot of little layers. This is the, the little thing I find incredibly impressive is that Brother Ramius is standing halfway under the shade of this tree. Oh, and he's oh. in shadow. His token has half of his, half of his, his, his in shadow. shadow. Uh, That's really cool. cool. That's really cool that you can see that. I can't see shit. <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't have dark vision it's dark oh, or low light vision, oh, oh. so it's like oh. it's really dim for me. Like I can see, but it's really dim. This is so immersive. This yeah. is really cool. Let's show everybody. For example, CJ, show them what Buggles sees versus what um, Lucky sees. For example, Lucky, do you have low light vision? I have low light. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so, thought I had. And then the show them what Brother Ramius sees, and everyone will turn the stream off. <laughs> it's a black screen. Oh, it broke. Oh, the stream. Uh, uh, the stream's down. Outage. Stream's down. Stream's, All right. Well, speaking down. of Brother Ramius, what is your initiative? Twenty-two for Ramius. Brother Ramius. I never heard of a cleric that quick. <laughs> <laughs> what about Talitha Breakwater? Sixteen. Sixteen for Talitha. Wow, first initiative. You never forget your first initiative. You never do, do you? Dude, start off strong, brother. Uh, Buggles. Uh, Buggles got a nine. Nine for Buggles. Okay. Uh, Zephyr. Um, I rolled a natural 20. Oh! oh. My I'm goodness. excited, but then I feel like that means I gotta go first, so I'm less excited about that. That's great! I, I guess, yeah, but yeah. I gotta play my character first. 23. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no pressure. You just have to be perfect no pressure. and first. Uh, Lucky. I rolled bad. I got a 10. Aww. Aww. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to uh, reveal to you the presence of these Gorgas, plural. Oh, damn it. Uh, You see now two Gorgas. Oh, Oh, they're flanking us. Oh, you flanked. Oh, you flanked. Oh, mechanically. Oh, no. Uh, Let me just begin the encounter. Zephyr. Ah! You have the con. All right. Oh, no. I'm not ready. Here we go. It's happening. First move. Um, we're in the middle of these two Gorgas. I kind of want to move out from in the middle of their lines. So I'm going to go, what's this, northeast? Maybe. Ooh, there we go. Yeah. Ooh, nice slide. Um, and she's got her longbow out because we were sleuthing. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's canon. Um, so (laughs) she's going to enter her monastic archer stance. She sinks her feet into the ground, has her bow out, drawn, um, aiming at that uh, Gorga to the north there. Yep. Um, And she's going to release a flurry of blows. Oh, that's so cool. With with her longbow. With her longbow. longbow. So it's one action, two uh, arrows. All right, let me me show you what your uh, target is there. You can see. Oh! Oh. Oh. Nasty looking. They really do look like hounds. Yeah, but oh, that's horrifying. Socketless 
eyes. Yeah. Eyeless sockets. Giant socketless. Giant. Eyeless. Black. Eyeless sockets. Sockets. I also didn't picture them like as shredded as this dog is. This looks like a well-built guard dog. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Uh, All right. Fire away there. Okay. So two unarmed strikes. Hold on. (laughs) I've never played a character like this, so I'm like, so D20. And then that's going to be my dex modifier. Here we go. Here we go. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. So excited. (laughs) Wait. Wait. <laughs> wow. Skills and actions. Is that you reaching for your boat? Like your quiver? You're like, okay, wait, so my first wait. attack. Okay, I was looking for my bonuses for my first attack. Okay, so that's 19 for my first attack. That is a hit. Long yes. yes. Oh, oh my gosh, you did it. So um, that's 1d8. Where's my d8? <laughs> <laughs> so nerve wracking. I know. Okay, so that's four damage. Four yeah. damage. Okay. Okay. And then one more, and that's going to be at a minus four or plus three. Oh no! So that's um a six total for my second attack. I rolled a natural three. A six total. Oh, brutal. Uh, that is actually a critical failure. Oh no. Um, but in this case, we uh, we're wasn't we're, we're I think we're going to do the same rules for the live show. A natural one. We'll do yeah. a fan fumble. Oh, we're doing fan. Yeah, I think oh, we should. Oh, I'm not but prepared not, for that. But not for this because that wasn't a natural one. It was just a critical. <laughs> failure. Okay. Uh, I didn't know we were bringing the fans into this. Ah, uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe you guys will never roll uh, crits, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we will. We'll see. I'm down. Uh, and then natural, a, a true natural 20, you'll get fan critical. Uh, all right, so the second attack is a miss. Now, is that three actions? You strode in two, or is that only one action to shoot both of those? That was three actions, because entering my monastic stance. archer stance is one action. Sweet. Hell of a round there for old Zephyr. Um, and now it is Gorga 1's turn. Gorga One is going to uh, stride up to Talitha. Oh, oh. God. stride right up to Talitha with its first action, and then it is going to bite. Actually, here's what you notice in the darkness here, since you have dark vision. It goes to bite not at your body, but at your actual shadow that you're casting on the ground. Why? Oh, whoa. Terrible roll! Yes! Actually, it's it's just an action. You just give me a fortitude save. I was so excited oh. to roll. It's just biting at your shadow. I like oh, the man. part where you rolled and rolled badly it better. You can't miss. Oh, no. 12. Oh. That is a failure. No! Uh, so it bites at your shadow, and you are going to take maximum damage. Oh, man. Points of piercing damage. Whoa! And uh, it's, it's like a Peter Pan attack. Yeah. <laughs> it's like swallowing a gobbet of your shadow. Um, and it just, and it looks like it's getting stronger as it bit you. That was half my HP. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, is going to be pretty nasty. If that's half your HP, this is going to be a short campaign. Uh, <laughs> For real. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to hide with my final action. Um, and even though it's dim light, it has this ability known as Cloak of Shadows, which allows it to hide in dim light or darkness. Um, so what is... Uh, well, if basically, if you want to at- uh, attack them, um, it'll be... You'll have to do a perception against their stealth DC, so... So does it move? Uh, no, it just stays right there. It's like hiding in plain sight. Um, but uh, because of its Cloak of Shadows, it's like you can't quite tell where it is. And now it's Brother Ramius's turn. Um, Brother Ramius is going to touch the pendant at his, uh, around his neck, uh, and he's going to say, keep it, protect us, give us light, and he's going to cast light. So that is going to emanate bright light in 20 feet around his pawn. 20 feet of bright light? Yeah, and then another 20 feet of dim light, but, um, that should negate its hide. Because okay. I'm I'm right near it, and then uh, he is going to said twenty bright, twenty dim, twenty bright, twenty dim, and then he is going to stride uh, behind Talitha. Okay, and that is his turn. That's his turn. All right, it now moves to Gorga number two. Oh, all right, the uh, the creature that is to the south here, the Gorga, uh, sees that light, doesn't like that. 
So, um, I wonder how far I can move with the... Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, the territory to see. This pulsing light is amazing, All by right. the way. So... I actually can see it very faintly. You can? Oh, like, really? It's yeah. really, really faint, but I can see the pulse. It yeah. doesn't really change, but I can see it. That's cool. <laughs> Those of you with dark vision might, yeah, might see the slight difference. Um, so, this creature is going to use this ability called Umbral Leap, where it just, like, dematerializes and then appears right next to Zephyr. Oh! No. Oh, uh, How scary is that in the dark? That's uh, probably awful. And then is also going to attempt to uh, take a chunk out of your shadow. Give me a fortitude save. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. It is, it is highway robbery that I don't have to roll to hit. Uh, it really is. Eating your shadow. Eight um, points. Of, it's, ha- it's like that's, and I don't have a low HP. And that wasn't even a crit fail. 14. That's a regular old fail. Okay, that's um, not the worst, I guess. So that's going to be six points of piercing damage. Okay, no, no, no problem. Oh, we got to take these puppies down. Yeah, the good why news. didn't you roll better initiative, Sydney? I don't know. I rolled so bad. There's only two of them that you can see. Oh, uh, I, hate <laughs> oh, man. I hate that. Talitha, let's see what you got. You are flanked by Brother Ramius and the Gorga. It appears as if Brother Ramius is joined with the Gorgas. Uh, okay. You're not flat-footed. <laughs> and the creature is no longer concealed, right? The creature is no longer concealed because of that light. Yeah. Right. So first things first, I'm going to devise a strategy. Ooh, yes. Ooh, go Which on. I'll be doing with my backup character every <laughs> single <laughs> round. Uh, so basically, I do a d20 roll, and I see if I would hit the, the creature, and I can choose to then use a separate action to to attack if I want to. It's a very cool ability. So devising a stratagem, that is an 18. That is a hit. Okay. Yes! (laughs) All right. So I also have an ability called uh, Known Weakness. Ooh. Gnome Weakness. Gnome Gnome Weakness. weakness. Are these weak as a gnome? I didn't realize they were... Well, they're also fake creatures, so... Mm. Yeah. Perhaps they do have a weakness. The gnomes in disguise. (laughs) So basically, I get a free recall knowledge check whenever I devise a stratagem. Okay. cool. So what knowledge should I roll, Troy? Uh, how about nature? nature. Okay. I happen to know a thing or two about nature. Talitha happens to know a thing or two about nature. Matthew knows very little. Uh, 12. 12. Uh, we did do this before. We did roll on these guys. You did, but you're, you know, this doesn't mean there's still more information. No, if I, it obviously won't matter now, but if I crit, I get bonuses with the known weakness. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I, I see a weakness and I get a plus one to hit. Uh, yeah, with the 12, it's not going to give you anything extra. You know, from time to time, I may roll that for you and give you false information if you fail. Really? But I like having you roll. Oh. You'd be like, oh, they're weak to water. <laughs> <laughs> I use my round to create water! <laughs> they laugh. They were thirsty. <laughs> okay, uh, I now... All right, so what Talitha's going to do is going to spend the action to do a strike with that hit. Okay. Um, so I will. So that, that hits. Rock and roll. I'll do some damage here. Oh, yeah! Uh, it's going to be a D6. Uh, six points of damage. Okay. Nice. Um, and then... Talitha is going to step away uh, from this creature. Step away from the creature. Step away from the creature. <laughs> uh, all right, you choose to step instead of stride, just in case it has any sort of attack of opportunity. Uh, very cool. Uh, we will now move on to Lucky, the fighter. Okay. Um, so I'm new to playing a fighter. Intimidating glare, Matthew. Yes. That is the demoralize, so it is a one-action John. Yes, yes. You okay. just don't have to speak to, to use. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Uh, so I am going to, because these creatures will not understand me, use my intimidating glare um, with my cat eyes, which maybe they see like glowing. Cat eyes scare me. In the dark. Terrifying. Just yeah. the reflection. Like they're just like bright white for a second. Uh, and I'm going to roll on that. It's only one target. Yeah. Oh, you're right. So I'm going to use it on the one attacking Zephyr. All right. That's going to be an intimidation check against its will DC. Okay, intimidation. What do I have? Something good, I hope. Ooh, yeah, baby. That's a 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 21 is a success. The target is Frightened One. Yeah, uh, nice work. And is this the one that is going after Zephyr, did you say? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, and then I am going to move up to it. I'm going to flank it, uh, and I'm going to take a single... Can't use my double slice because I already... I had to move, but I'm going to take a single slice with my wakizashi. Ooh, nice. Flanked and frightened. And as a visual, it's kind of, a wakizashi is like a smaller katana. It's an agile weapon, so. Swing! You're an agile weapon. (laughs) Here I go. 
Here uh, I go. Here I go. Here, here I, I go, go again. again. That's a twenty. Oh wait, that's a twenty-four. Wow! Right. Wow. Crap. One and flat-footed. That is a critical hit. Yes. yes! Awesome. Yes! Critical threat. I just realized we're going to have to update that now for two I weeks. know. I keep telling him. I told Nick. He says, I'm too busy uh, editing Spider-Man at Marvel Comics. <laughs> it's just got to be critical hit. Critical hit. That's it. Max damage. Max critical damage? Uh, so that's uh, it's only a D4 from my walkies. Actually, I should have did my Kopesh, but uh, that's an eight and then double dam. Double or, damn. Let yes. me see what the... If there's like it's a double damage. Is oh, a critical effect. Unless there's a critical you effect. Get, I, don't know I think you unlock the critical effects later. Yeah, you just double, just double spe- the damage. Oh, critical effect on the weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just checking. Piercing critical, slashing critical. Nah, it's not. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, later it becomes deadly at 1D. Uh, that would be oh, sweet, nice. but instead it's 16 points of damage, right? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, double that. So. Great. Nice. Right, so big, juicy oh, Huge. Is it dead? Uh, no. No, it's, it's very much alive. In fact, your hit made it more powerful. It is now <laughs> Buggles. <laughs> okay. I was just angry. <laughs> Buggles is his eyes like under his under his hood, they they flash blue and he points at the one that uh, that Lucky just attacked and unleashes a ray of frost. Ooh, and that's a, a targeted ray, not a cone effect. Targeted ray. Uh, that is a that is a ten, that is a miss. Ten is a miss. Yes. Um, and then with his, that's a two action spell. And then with his third action, he is going to cast shield. Ah, on himself. Nice. Smart. Ding. Uh, all right. So a little boost to your AC, just in case they uh, decide to start switching targets. Uh, how about the end of round one? We go into round two. Zephyr, talk to me. All right. Let's see this. Gorga is right up on me, so I can't really use my longbow against it that I'm holding. Um, Straight away. So I'm trying to decide, do I want to move away and then unflank it? Or I think I just want to get rid of one. That one's been hit the most. It's flanked. So what I'm going to do is free action. Do I want to do that? Are you talking to yourself? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to free bow. action drop my bow. Oh. But maybe I'll just use one action to just put it back on my back, like put it to the side. Okay. Is that a, uh, would that be a manipulate action? To just like un- to sheath? equip my bow? Yeah, to uh, to stow your bow. Yeah, I was figuring it takes one action. Okay. Do manipulate actions trigger attacks of opportunity? Yep. Yeah. It oh. You. oh, whoa! Oh. What the hell? The oh. first thing we fight has got AOS. Dropped it. Dropped it. I would have dropped it. I know. Well, now, now everyone it. knows that they have this, and so you uh, helped everyone. Did we skip ahead to like yeah. a higher level encounter avoid something. part it's, of the book? It this is, is classic Lavalley. It's like we, uh, whatever, two days before, study these creatures, get a high roll. Like we're just looking for any weaknesses or anything like that. It's like. They can hide in the dark. Like, knowing it's way more valuable <laughs> to know if they have an AOO. That is so valuable. I was ready to give that to you if you would hit the uh, the DC. What was yours called again? Your ability? Known weakness. Known weakness. Yeah. yeah. I thought about putting that in the Known book. strength. That's and true. above all else, know this, that Gorgas have an attack. Of- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this book right was in the very book. helpful. It's a very specific book. Hey, yeah. you know what? I might miss. Probably won't. 18. Yeah, but you're frightened. And Flatfoot. Nice. Uh, it's a miss at 18? Yeah, I got wow. high dex. I'm a dex-filled wow. monk. All awesome. right, so attack of opportunity, mm. wasted. Amazing. <laughs> so you've stowed the bow. Stowed the bow, stowed and the then bow. I'm going to use... <laughs> stowed, stowed the bow. The bow. <laughs> stowed the bow. <laughs> stowed the bow. Like an, it's like an in-sync <laughs> Stowed the bow. Stowed the bow. That's I'm going to use... Um, <laughs> Francis. Good, good old flurry of blows with my fists. Um, okay. Oh, wow. Fist punching. So you're going to punch this shadow demon. I'm going to punch it. <laughs> I love it. With my deadly fists. Uh, so first attack. Whoops. Fuck. It's a 10. Get that shit out of here. Second attack. Ooh. So that's um, a 19 to hit. With the map. Attack. With the map. With the map. Minus four or Multiple whatever. attack penalty. For your second. Yeah, yeah. That is a hit. Yes. Wow. Awesome. That's a hit. So nice. that's 1d6 plus 3 with my fist. 
Um, so that's seven points of damage. Wow. And that's God. one action. Wow. Third action. That's your second action. You stood the bow. She, she's yeah, yeah. that only yeah. yeah. flurry of blows flurry. itself was one action. Sure. Third action. Um, so how's it looking? Is it like on its last leg? You think? <laughs> on its last leg? You think? Knock its lights out. It's got four um, legs. Um, wait, I have a question. Why? Why didn't you add the deadly die when you crit on the? If your weapon has a deadly trait, you just add the extra die, right? I, does do it have the deadly trait, or does it say critical special specialization? Oh. <sighs> Give me a second. Give me a it, this matters. Fucking second. Literally six. Yes, it does. It has the deadly D. It has the agile deadly D. I thought it was saying you have to have it at a level where you roll a D8 for it to be deadly. No. So if you if you has a deadly trait on a critical hit, yeah. you add it, you double the damage, and then you add the you extra add die. So That'll roll. be really good to remember for the next time you hit it. <laughs> and this is how they learn. It, this is the only way they you learn. You looked her in the eye. <laughs> And confirmed when she asked. I, I was confused. I know. Because when so you, you lied, you can roll. Deliberately misled the player. Deliberately misled the player. In my defense, you can roll a flat check to see if you're confused at the end of your next turn. <laughs> Kate, you have one more action left. What would you like to do? Um, this dog should be dead. <laughs> I'm just gonna try one of uh, my last action to hit it with my fist again. Okay. Uh, at a total of a negative one. Puh. Ooh, natural twenty. Oh! 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 It would be a 19, which would just be a regular hit. Um, yes. But but she rolled a nat 20. A nat 20 so a turns hit. into a critical, critical hit. Yeah. Awesome. So critical hit it's means so double. Dead. That was the universe. Double damage. That was and the critical. Correcting. Getting back at you for dissembling. 12 damage You're total. so dead. The dog is dead. Punch yeah. Right in the mouth. Yes. Oh, and phenomenal. And its mouth flies off. Oh, my God. Its mouth flies off? What? Yeah. Wow. A critical death hit. Critical <laughs> lucky, death hit. Lucky is I have this ability, critical death hit. Yeah, uh, it says my fists are deadly. Damn, that's cool. It's flavor. <laughs> uh, amazing. All right, so it is, it is out. It is out. It is dead. And now it is Gorga 1's turn. Oh, 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 oh Gorga 1. Gorga 1. Uh, okay. Flee, foul creature! Out, out of the light! Worker One is going to step up to Brother Ramius what? and take a bite of his shadow with the second action. Give me a fortitude save. Are you fortuitous? If the light is emanating directly from him, does he cast a shadow? It is right on top of him. That's an excellent point. That is excellent. I don't a think fair point. Don't think the shadow would. is cast up into the sky because the light is sources down here. Yeah, I was going to consider this until you got stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I shouldn't have gotten stuck. Well, if you cast light, I mean, does your entire body emanate light, or do you or have a globe of light that is like in your hand? It's, um, it's emanating from my amulet. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think we're Talitha standing there. There are. He's got a shadow. This is a shadow. Yeah. I would argue. I would argue if you want. To, I mean, there's no phasing in Pathfinder, but why are you doing this to me when I'm trying to help you? <laughs> Because it's going to be useless. He's well, the never shadow the shadow would only be ca- would be cast in a, in a behind. Him. It would be behind him. So he maybe the right. Maybe the, Does he have yeah. enough movement the speed? The dog might have to move instead of step. Deal with just roll the. <laughs> yes, to move around me, which makes him pass through a threatened square, and everyone knows clerics have attacks of opportunity. <laughs> Several they can just cast. I was really trying yes. to make a good point. <laughs> it's the first combat. Give me a fortitude save. Uh, all right, fortitude with save. one hit. You didn't even have to roll the hit oh, on. You almost is, killed me. This is horrible. That is a seven. Oh, no. Oh, no. That is a critical fail. Oh, oh no. no. Maybe you should have let me say my thing and then not be so silly. Yeah, maybe instead of trying to jerk off in my face. Literally. <laughs> oh, gosh. Matthew is rolling a die. Quit jerking off in Matthew's You've face. You've been watching too much free porn. <laughs> if only. 12 points oh. of piercing damage. This is so oh. brutal, man. And it gains. <laughs> gains back some HP. It didn't lose any, did it? Uh, this one did lose. I, I poked it with my rapist. Yes, you do notice every time it's eating these shadows, it's getting stronger. It's regaining some of its life back. They can do that every round. Huh? Uh, and now it's going to just take a regular old-fashioned bite out of old Matty Caps. Not out of you, out of your character. Uh, let's see if he hits. So I'm going to use a reaction. Please. Talitha. Like, she just, like, she closes her eyes, and her body just starts to flicker out of existence. Whoa. <laughs> Roll flat check. Oh! Roll a flat it's a, check. It's a concealment flat check, so was it? Five. Five. Okay. Uh, natural 20. 
Okay. At least that wasn't the hit. So you hit me. So if you hit, you hit me when I come back into existence. Uh, 25 to hit. Oh, yes, my. That, that hits. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, okay, big, big juicy roll. Not a crit, though. You don't have an AC of 15. Do you have an AC? No. Okay. Uh, all right. I thought, I thought you were saying you don't have an AC. Seven points of piercing. Oh, a critical Jeez. may have put you at dying. I'm at one hit point. One hit point for Talitha oh. Breakwater. Will she die? Find out right after this word from our sponsor. Oh, God. We're back. And if there's one person that can save Talitha Breakwater... Brother Raymond. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, oh this, uh, he's at four hit points. Like, he's done. Like, mm-hmm. um, this is so bad. Uh, okay, he is going to. I don't know. What a weird feeling. Uh, what, what is this pain like? Is it, what kind of damage? It's piercing damage to your yeah, shadow? Yeah, piercing damage the way I... Because I like to let you know how this stuff works. Uh, attempts to tear away and swallow a goblet of shadow from a creature within reach. Fortitude save. So, yeah, it's like... If you imagine, like, a part of your soul is attached to that shadow in a way. It's oh like eating at you. It's 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 ripping like away a, a piece. Ah! You have to get Wendy to Wendy Darling to stitch it back. Sew it back on. Sew it back on. Uh, okay, he's just going to take a step uh, up behind Talitha and just praying, keep us, save us. He's going to reach out to Talitha and he is going to cast heal uh, on Talitha. Oh. Um, so, yeah, so that is going to be <laughs> minimum healing. Jesus. Is anyone surprised? <laughs> <laughs> minimum healing. <laughs> it's because your shadow is But broken. what is the minimum? Weak. One? Minimum is nine. nine. Oh. Okay, that's oh, not well. bad. That's good. I thought it was going to be, if you rolled a one, I thought it was going like to be. I have the chance to, like, fully heal you. <laughs> so, shitty. Minimum heal. First ever heal the campaign. Minimum. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney is asking. Nice, stop brother Amy. Do the minimum possible you can for your allies. I remember saying I was nervous for the first combat playing a fighter because I was like, "What if I whiff? Like I'm the one fighter." Didn't think about Joe no. screwing up a heal. Whiffing None healing. of you ever have to worry about being the worst character in the game. <laughs> no one ever has to worry about that. And no. I'm done. Come on. I'm so happy that you're playing a cleric. You just healed Talitha. That's even, yeah. Even with that terrible, that That's terrible, amazing. shameful. <laughs> Maybe don't tell your family role. about that role. Yeah, Joe, come on. I still am very healed. If you didn't was, say it was the worst wall, I don't think we would have known. It was the least you could do. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, Talitha, hopefully myself. you have enough energy to take an attack here, but you could just run in fear. What would you like to do? I'm going to devise a stratagem. Oh. oh. I've heard of this ability. Um, here's a question about devise a strategy. I'll allow it. So I think I roll with my with my normal to hit modifier, right? Because one of the benefits is if I succeed, I can add my intelligence modifier to my attack, to my attack, right? So uh, I, I keep you the just, roll. Yeah. What? I mean, it makes a difference. <laughs> it will make a difference here. Let's read the devise. You just roll the die. Yes, I did. And and then if you use a strike, that's the result of the die. That's all devise a strategy is. It, no, it, mat- it matters if I hit or not, if it would hit. Choose a creature you can see and roll a d20. If you strike the chosen creature later this round, you must use the result of the roll you made to devise a stratagem for your strikes attack roll instead of rolling. So you, I don't know. You make this substitution yeah. only for the first strike you make against the creature this round, not any subsequent attacks. Well, okay. you know that frightened and flat-footed uh, was 14, was its AC, because 24 was a crit, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna get. I get my free recall knowledge with this as well for known weakness. You do. Yep. So I'm gonna go and see if I get the crit. Okay. Uh, I do not get the crit. It would be a 14. You know, I'm gonna give you something. They have attacks of opportunity. You oh know what? God. Oh wow. Talitha's like. Good to know. Talitha like remembers talking to Brother Ramius about his reading. It's like they have excellent reflexes. And with a, you know, I'm gonna give you a little extra. You know that uh, Wakazashi's have the deadly trait. <laughs> oh man. As well. You are laying it on thick. Well, so- <laughs> So does my rapier, but unfortunately, I don't think a 16 would be a critical hit, but it probably is a hit. Are you using your devise a strategy? I already did. Now I'm now I'm using a strike. That is a hit. Yes. Nice. Yes. A pop of a hit. 
Uh, again, six points of damage. Nice. nice. Six every points. little bit of damage. Nice. Yes, as this thing is gaining energy every time it eats your shadow, you're going to need to lay it on. Do you have any other further actions? Yes, I do have a further action, and I am going to just take another attack. Yeah. Um, because why not? Why not? And I rolled natural. Oh! oh! Come yes. on. Yes. Oh, critical wait, that threat, is a uh, fan-critical. Yeah. My rapier is deadly. Yes. Oh! What oh, does I, that give It's you? just not ready. I don't have it's it. It's not ready. All right. All right. That's going to be double damage, and you get the deadly. Could this be enough to just take this Gorga out? Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. I pulled a fan-critical, and it actually says it just dies. <laughs> we win the game. And that's from Kate. What'd you get? 26 points of damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did. Yes! Yeah! So, so Talitha's wow. like, so like she's, she's got, it's my God. chomped on her shadow, then it, and then it chomped her really badly. She was close to, she got really woozy, felt the power of Brother Ramius's touch, and then was like, oh, no, I know, I know where to hit it, and just stabs her, her stabs her rapier right through its open eye socket. Oh, amazing. <sighs> and the Gorga dies. Thank God for so that So you like light. fight with your brain, sort of. I do fight with my brain. Fight with your brain? That's crazy. So do I, as a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, the light was clutch because, you know, they get this, basically they can hide as their final action, which give them a bonus to their AC and their reflex. And you'd have to roll a DC 11 flat check to hit it unless you used a seek action. So, like, you'd have to start burning actions. Yeah. It really changes, changes everything being able to do that. So... Uh, awesome. You are out of combat. Just oh. standing here in, in oh. waist-high <clears throat> grass, uh, and a little worse for the wear. Uh, there's obviously something still going on in the distance. Um, but what do you want to do here? You're, you're hurt. Is anyone else hurt besides Brother Ramius? Zephyr is. Oh. You're hurt. Okay, so uh, Talitha is going to pop out a couple of uh, uh, alchemical components and just quick mix a couple vials and ha- pass one off to... To Zephyr, it's an elixir of life, uh, lesser, lesser, I believe. Nice. nice, nice. And I'll take one as well. So that's two. Okay. Uh, lucky. <laughs> and that's all I have for the day. <laughs> uh, uh, Brother Ramius is going to fall down onto this rock. Oh. Oh, sorry, I need a moment. I, I don't know what's wrong exactly. I'm not sure. Oh. I'm sorry, it's elixir of life minor. I was going to say, lesser is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, minor, yeah. Minor. <laughs> Okay, 1d6. Uh, 1d6 plus 1. I'll need, I will need some time to, to treat wounds. So he's going to treat wounds on himself. Attempt ten, to, anyway. 10 minutes? 10 minutes, yeah. Oh, well. Um, I, was, I, I think I assumed with the activity up ahead, we wanted to press forward. Well, I was going to say... I have you, four hit points. <laughs> so I'm... What yeah. activity? There's stuff going on. Remember, there were people. There were, like, figures up ahead. We couldn't see what they were doing. Lucky would like to stealth just to see what it is while you take time to heal so we're not, like, ambushed or something. All right, so we have no time. Well, you don't know. You don't know. You know, you've... I'm going to sit down on this rock. Sit down on your rock. Wait, wait. And he's going to attempt to treat wounds. I mean, he could easily fail. Uh, Natural 20! That's a crit! Wow, that's a crit! That doubles the healing. That's amazing! Uh, working on his own wounds. Oh, phenomenal. All right, great. So he'll be good. 10 minutes. 10 minutes? All right. So you take 10 minutes, and then do you still want to stealth ahead, or do you want to just move together as a party? We'll move together. Maybe Lucky leads the pack. Her hair is, like, you know, standing on end, and she's just like, there's something up ahead. Stay quiet. Okay. And Buggles is like, uh, actually, I want to take the frightened condition. What? <laughs> because I'm like, I, Buggles is, like, really scared. Like, this is this is the first kind of fight that he's had. Those are dogs. And they're oh, dogs, yeah. Right. So he's just like he's just like shaking and trembling like in the darkness. He's really scared. Lucky, like you can Lucky looks back if you want. Yeah, Buggles hasn't like moved. We've all walked away. <laughs> yeah. Buggles. He's just like he's holding his like little cloak around him. Oh. Uh, are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. I just never had anything like that happen to me before. You can see Talitha, she's uh, maybe hiding it a little better and covering it. It's all like her hand is shaking. Because I don't think Talitha's been in an actual fight before. Yeah. And she just almost got, almost got chomped to death and then killed something. Yeah. So those two things together, she's just like, it's like setting her hand. You know, her and this is a hell of a thing for this, uh, just a, a hell of a beast to yeah. be the first thing that you fight. I mean, this is a very yeah. strange 
Lovecraftian kind of monster. Uh, and he's like pat- patching himself up. Nor I, Buggles. Nor I. I am more of a researcher. Not much for the field. Brother Ramius, I wish I could help. It's all right. I think I found it. Whatever that creature did, it was strange. I felt the pain, but I saw no blood. And I'm feeling better already. And he stretches a little bit and stands up and yeah, looks up toward the north. Now, he's going to... Um, I'm not sure how light works. I mean, it gets so technical here. Like, if you can just dispel it at will, I don't know that. I think so. I believe so. Um, it's a cantrip, right? Some spells you can, some spells you... And very few you can, I have found in 2E. It's like huh. almost all spells you can't dispel, which is so weird. Is I, it a I cantrip? have a feeling that light you can, but let's see what it says in the actual spell this here. This is a duration coming. until the next time you make your daily preparations. <laughs> Just stay... That doesn't seem right. Yeah. The other thing you could do if you want to... If you want to uh, jury rig it is you could cast light on something and then put it in your pocket yeah, oh, like yeah. It, would, it would end the first cover your amulet it's true yeah, uh, but it's okay the next just... time you make your daily preparations that is surely you can surely if, if there is a light you could let's look at it. you cast it on your shirt you should just go shirtless for the rest of the <laughs> 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 put my shirt in my pocket oh, yeah. for a moment real quick <laughs> Uh, yeah, you would know exactly how it works. Uh, you could also, where it's a cantrip, just cast light on a rock on the ground. Yeah, it ends the Throw other it. one. It would end. Your- right, that's what I was saying. Just cast on something else and put Throw it. it. Yeah. Cast it Makes on her sense. wakazashi. Uh, and throw it. Whoa. <laughs> we'll never find it in this high grass. That's amazing. <laughs> Luckily, it's emitting light. <laughs> All right, uh, Buckles, you're going to give yourself a, uh, a role-playing penalty, then I'm yep. going to give you a bottle cap. Oh, thank oh. you. Uh, All right. That is... Uh, that's that's yeah. I mean, you, you obviously would be overcome by this, but uh, choosing to do that deserves a reward. Uh, I, I don't think you can do. I don't think you can. You can't it. just cast it on a rock. You literally just cast it on a rock. Yeah, and then it goes away. You can so hack, you can hack the spell. Yep. Um, okay. So I think that's silly. By the way, if that's true that you can't just dispel it, I think it's that's just very by silly. raw. So Troy could do whatever he wants. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> sure the fact that you can just go boom. You can do it, but you shouldn't. How about I just dismiss it? I know that effectively we can do it. I just think that it's very silly if that's something you cannot. It seems like an oversight. Yes, (laughs) I think the duration I think is meant to be in the player's favor. So like, oh, we're we're adventuring through this dungeon. I don't have have to have this light for the rest of the day. A good point. Yeah, every two minutes you have to cast light again. Right, right. Uh, All right, he's going to dismiss that light, so it'll it'll go away, and he'll once again be plunged into darkness, trusting the vision of Talitha and. Buggles to guide the way. And both of you are low light vision? Yeah. Kate? Zephyr, Zephyr, I'm, you are I'm also low light, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Half elf, right? Yep. Half elf. All right. You're moving forward. Tell me what you're doing here. Obviously, there is activity. You do see bodies. It's still uh, 150 feet away or so. Um, how are you approaching? You guys doing anything special preparation-wise? or you mean like crouch uh, in the tall grass and move stealthily? Yeah, so stealthily moving. Yeah, and I have um, – this is – it's an action, but I have my sharp-eared cat folk trait. So I can indicate a creature that – oh – Never mind. It really only works in combat. Basically, like if somebody can't see someone and they're hidden or they're undetected, I can point them out and they become hidden to other players with my sharp ears. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's for, very cool. For flavor, I was going to say, can I perception listen if we can't see them yet to get a better idea of what's going on? So as you're getting closer, you're using perception. Yeah. Whereas other people are using stealth. Well, I would like I'm to using stealth perception. up to get close enough to see. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I think- a. Uh, we, like you want to avoid notice yeah. and then can everyone do like the follow the expert thing? No. No? Because we're not experts. No, but if you're following the expert who Somebody is, has to be an expert. Yeah. And follow the expert. So oh, no one's an expert? Okay. I'm not an expert. I'm only an trained expert also. Me, me too? Yeah. Everybody likes a braggart. <laughs> uh, all right. So you start moving forward. Start moving forward. Uh, I still have this light on if you want to take it off. I have my bow in my hand again. Yep. Just Wak- in case. Wakizashi and Kopesh as I cut through the grass. Rapier. Silently. And Buggles' little teeth are chattering. Oh. Like it's very, very quiet. But it's like you just, just hear this little like Buggles. clacking sound. As he's- Skid, every time you either talk about Buggles, do something as Buggles, I just look at this amazing art. Oh. It's so good. I, I showed it to my nephew and it's just like, I love him. Oh. <laughs> so you start moving forward in the direction. The arch ahead of you getting larger and larger as you move forward. Get about halfway 
from the clearing's edge, about 100 feet away from whatever's going on up there. And lucky, you notice the air around you with your cat-like senses, the air around you and the plants ahead of you are wavering and shifting a little bit. It's almost as if up ahead, just in front of you, there's a shadowy line splitting the clearing in half from where you're standing to the other side where they are. (laughs) And the tall grass ahead of you looks dark and colorless, almost like you're looking at a charcoal sketch of the scene in front of you. Oh my God. Oh, wow. That's cool. Can I see through it, but it's see just See through it perfectly, dark. but everything up ahead of you is like... It's like a filter. It's like a filter, like oh. everything is monochromatic, and you just can feel the air moving and the plants moving very strangely as well. Can I do Arcana? There's like, recall yeah. knowledge? Yeah. 16. Natural 20. Oh, oh there you nice. go. On Arcana? Arcana. Uh, yeah, it seems like whatever is happening up ahead is causing some sort of cross-planar seepage to enter the world. And as you look down at your feet, you see this black and white world start to submerge you. <gasps> oh my god. Also, it's expanding. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> We're like becoming sketched characters. Take on me. Oh, my God. It's time to make your membership official. Become an official member of the Nash today at jointhenash.com. That's jointhenash.com, where you'll get access to exclusive podcasts and live streams you can't find anywhere else. See what everybody's talking about and join the Nash today at jointhenash.com.